When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Lakerholics.com. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and everything that we do here, including our great friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, it is sincerely appreciated. Well, Sunday was a clash between two teams that had great momentum going into the game with the Memphis Grizzlies and the Lakers coming in with winning streaks and having the momentum on their sides. The Lakers not having lost since they last played Memphis, and Memphis really on a roll themselves, just defeating the Clippers the previous night, also at the Crypto.com Arena. And it looked like it was going to be a major showdown, and the Lakers needed to have this win in order to gain some ground in the Western Conference. But unfortunately, the things that I had mentioned to everyone out there that I had concerns over in the past days in regards to the small lineup and the kind of residual effects of that with the defensive end, and also the issues and concerns with Russell Westbrook. Unfortunately, they came to a just a just a bad note today uh, as the Lakers were behind by as much as 27, 28 points until a late charge late in the game. 21-0 made it kind of close with the scrubs in the game making that charge, but unfortunately it wasn't enough as the Lakers fall 127 to 119. And here today to talk about the game and the misfortunes again for the Lakers as they waste another sensational LeBron performance who came in today with a great game 35 points three of four from three 14 to 19 overall nine rebounds seven assists only three turnovers our two great guests indeed first guess is going to be the guy that was here earlier thinking the game was over as I did until there was a late charge as well He's a good man who is going to go ahead and tell you about all the great things that he does at Lakerholics.com. Big shout out to Kenneth Stone, by the way. First half, Lakers play lazy, but no one made shots and seemed motivated except for LeBron. But here today to talk about the game and probably echo some of those sentiments is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, great to have you back on. I don't want to say I told you so, but these were concerns I had in the previous win against Atlanta. 
And when you're playing these small ball teams, when you have a team that's just as athletic, that can shoot pretty darn good themselves and has height with the Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., that's a tough combination to overcome. I, it's a challenge at times, but I, you know, I, I don't necessarily blame this game on playing small. I thought the Grizzlies played extremely well. I think the Grizzlies are obviously, obviously at this point in time, you have to say they're underrated. You know, I mean, they've been playing well with two two starters missing for a good portion of the season. And Dylan so Brooks you, was just called out yeah. before the game for several weeks for right. going back on the injury list after he just came so, off. You know, and they, they they shot they shot lights out from three yes. tonight. They they played good defense, and uh, we didn't play any of the great defenses I thought we played against the Hawks. You know, I still differ to you in opinion of you that I thought we played excellent defense that game. This game, it wasn't anywhere near close to that, and we basically got manhandled by a pretty good basketball team, you know. And it was wasting a great game by LeBron is really an understatement because if you look at the four other starters – and the three guys who played the most minutes, not a single one of them got double digits. I mean, that's really embarrassing, you know. I thought Reeves was great in that comeback, uh, he, and it was good to see Wayne get a chance to redeem himself. That's one of the things that I do appreciate from Frank, that no matter how bad you've stunk it up at some point in time, you're going to get your shot four or five games down the road, so... Just get, just be ready and and take advantage of it. You know, that second quarter we just fell apart and we just could not make a could not make a basket there. And it was kind of funny because we had we really held our own. It was twenty twenty when LeBron went out in the first quarter and we held our own without LeBron in there from twenty twenty seven twenty seven to the end of the game. So it's just a weird. It's just one of those games where everybody else played poorly until you know, with the exception maybe of of Reeves, THT wasn't bad. Boy, they, you know, you, you have to give credit to the Grizzlies and just move on. There's nothing else to say. We've been, we've been doing the right things. And you just have to realize that, you know, that the small ball lineup that we will put out in the playoffs will, instead of Stanley Johnson, will have Anthony Davis. And that's, you know, that's quite a difference. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, that is I mean, quite a difference. Uh, I yeah. think, again, when it comes down to it, like you said, you know, enough has not been made as far as the Memphis Grizzlies being an outstanding team. Somebody that it's a team that I've actually told you about in deep the past. Team, that I, very deep team. A very man. deep team, but also a team that has been very undervalued and underrespected. And it's a team that I've tried to give props to now for quite some time because I th- said that they had a, a lot of the ingredients. I think when John Moran went out, and they maintained, I think, a 10-2 and two or 10-3 and three outcome as far as while he was out of the lineup. It just showed that exactly this team has a lot of depth and a lot of uh, individuals there that play a collective unit. They if know how to win the without team, him. They know how to win without him, which yes, is... Yes, absolutely. But they also know how... Are they the youngest team or third youngest or second youngest? They're one of the youngest. They're on the... Let's just put it this way, though. They're learning how to win with and without John Morant. They learned right. to win without him. And now, since he's come back, they've learned to win significantly with him. You saw the way the ball was moving around. You saw the kind of defense they had. People, you know, those, these teams that are out there in the upper echelon of both the Eastern and Western Conference, you got to take note because Memphis is certainly a team to be reckoned with. They are for real. And if people out there still undervalue them, that's to your detriment because I think that we here at the Lakers Fast Break are really aware of what's going on in the Western Conference, and the Memphis Grizzlies are here to stay, I think. 
But also, well, they're, they're, and they're going to be they're going to be our opponent in the playoffs because we're fighting for the four and five seed. That's where it's going to be a four and five well, seed. You know what? Seed at this rate, that team. If are Utah we, slacks, well, if Utah slacks at all, you could see Memphis overtake them in the standings. Yeah. And Utah has struggled a bit on the road as of late. Right. So you know, if Memphis keeps this momentum going again it mind you it's only january so it's early so we'll see what happens there could be injuries Chan- could chances be, are see, chances know. are we're going to meet them in the playoffs yeah chances are indeed and if that's the case and, John and Morant, it's turned into a great rivalry you know and john so, Morant already has gained some playoff experience yeah. and many people are starting to readjust their thinking as far as the 2019 draft and the do-overs yeah. i hear how could you not now. take luca well, the answer is John. No, Ryan. no, no. Well, that wrong draft. Oh, yeah. Zion. Oh, yeah. He was for Zion. Draft, yeah. I would have drafted yeah, John over Zion in hindsight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's another argument yeah. for another day. In fact, I may cover that with Raphael Barlow. That happens a lot with big men. here coming up in a bit. So I'm Especially having big, a conversation big, with him. Yep. Big, pretty yeah. not too distant future. So we'll see what happens there. But also here today to talk about the game and the dominating performance for most of the game of the Memphis Grizzlies, but also the hope that the Lakers did give at least a little bit at the very end is a good man indeed. You got to check out his awesome five things articles at Lakerholics.com. It's certainly not five great things coming from this, but still a good run for the Lakers nonetheless, four in a row. We'll take that four out of five. We'll see what happens if they can start a new streak here this week, but it is Jamie Sweet and Jamie, you got to be impressed that the, the Grizzlies, they, they swept LA beating the Clippers yesterday, beating the Lakers today. And that's two in a row over the Lakers. And I, I I thought the game in Memphis, I thought the Lakers should have had, and that was their game to win. But clearly the Memphis Grizzlies outplayed the Lakers today. Oh yeah. The, the spirited rally was flavor for, you know, it was like, okay, it wasn't so bad, right? Like the real Memphis team beat the real Laker team handedly. And there was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, it was nice to see guys who don't play get some buckets. That's what they should do when they had, when, during garbage time. It was garbage time like environment. We won garbage time. That's we that, did. We did. That's how I took that last fourth quarter. I was like, all right, well, we won garbage time. Great. So we were the Clippers. Uh, we put up a banner. And they are they're they're rolling. You know, I've been a fan of John Moran since his rookie year when I thought it was absurd that there was any talk whatsoever uh, that Zion should be rookie of the year because he put together like a nice. Uh, like twelve something week run when he came when he finally played, I, I find that to be disparaging and absurd because that season Morant led the Grizzlies to a playoff spot, I believe, and Zion did not. Doubt the Grizzlies at your own peril is a great phrase for uh, for this season because teams like that are undervalued in the NBA today. You know, everybody focuses on these super teams, and you know the Grizzlies made a funny choice a couple years ago. They didn't trade Mike Conley for another superstar, they just let him walk. They just let him uh, take off and uh, use that cap space to sign other good guys, get some draft picks, and rebuild the team quicker than probably people anticipated. Looks like we lost uh, Gerald to planet Earth there. Planet, planet Earth is one. Finally. Finally. The Earth is winning. But, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like this season has – we've kind of squandered our early season soft schedule. And we're going to start playing all the other top five teams in both conferences a lot more. So games like this are going to be coming a lot faster. I don't know that we play any under 500 teams in the next two weeks. 
Uh, so it's only like one or two. So, you know, depending on how we come out of January, before AD comes back, um, is going to really tell us a lot about this Laker roster, the small ball lineup minus AD, our inability to really stop anyone from getting into the paint. That was my problem in the Atlanta game. That's been my problem all season. We just know we get, we get scored on in the paint at will. If you choose to drive them to the paint, you're probably going to get to the rim. There's not going to be. It's why everybody clogs up the paint because it's really hard to keep guys out of the paint one-on-one. My my thing that really burns me is the helping from the corners. There's well, I mean, we're still you're still seeing guys either late on their rotations or forgetful yeah. of their rotations, and uh, I mean, at this point, you just kind of think that you're going to have to live with it. Like, I don't see a sea change well, you, in defense. No, you, from no, we lost the we lost the game tonight because we didn't we didn't play good defense, but we also lost because we didn't play good offense. We didn't make our shots. Oh, no, you know? no, this, the, 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 like you said, everybody who normally plays but LeBron basically no showed tonight. But here's the irony. I'm looking at the box score. The biggest, the greatest, the, the biggest negative plus minus is LeBron at minus 30. Listen to the plus minuses of the other players. Johnson minus 11, Westbrook minus 22, Bradley minus 20, Monk minus 15, Anthony minus 11, then Ariza plus 18, Gabe Bazemore plus 21, Jordan plus, Jordan plus 19. Right. Well, he might win his way back in the starting lineup. Those Frank guys Diesel's on the floor of the guys on the floor in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. It was so, the run. Right. And like I said, it was it was flavor for garbage time. It was nice. You know, it made garbage time watchable. Yeah. That but we let the Grizzlies we let the Grizzlies shoot a lot of corner threes, man. And I mean these guys are yeah, so good. We also when yeah, you look just, at if you have the box score right there, look at the points in the paint. It's gonna be like yeah, 60 right. 25. Yeah. Like it's gonna be and after the first quarter it was even. Right, it, but, but two at the and three. end of the second quarter, it was at the end of the second quarter, we were way behind on that. If we managed to collapse on the guy driving to the rim, he kicked it out to one of two or three open shooters yeah. who were just standing there in rhythm. Yeah, and part of the problem, though, is that when you think of that, when a guy drives, let's say a guy's driving on the left or the right side, and he's got a guy in a strong corner, and there's a guy in a weak corner. So the guy in a strong corner, the defender or the guy in a strong corner basically has got to not leave his man. Because <laughs> the points you're going to give for an open three in that corner versus the number of times that you're really going to help stop a guy from getting to the rim after he's beaten his man. That's not your job. That is the rim protector's job. Whomever yeah. that is. The, well, that's and, the and we, it's, and, often, and it's often it's, LeBron or Melo. Or I'd rather give up the two and play straight man defense. And, you know, and and I just hate corner threes. Because yeah, every they drive. I can make them. You can make them. Everybody can make a corner three. It's you know, it's just. I'm going to have to figure out where they put the guys in for the bench to see where it really mattered, because that's I don't care so much about like Reeves getting to the you know for his he he got some nice and ones there, so that's gonna that's gonna bring it a lot closer. The actual Laker defenders, the actual guys who will be counting on in the playoffs, and I count Reeves among that number. And I think you're right. Tht had a fine game. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. 
check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a question for both of what? you. I'm probably the biggest small ball fan among the three of us. But yes. I have major concerns. We're, all, major we're concern. all supporters of small ball. Yes. But I have major concern about being locked where you can cannot, because I don't think we can play with Dwight or or DJ as a standard center. I don't think we can play big. And I think that that's a big disadvantage going into the playoffs. Well, I agree with you as well. I just, I don't think situations. I just don't think we think that the biggest thing that we need is, you know, I I would, I still have Miles Turner at the top of my list of the players that I think could really impact this team. Then then you could really play small or big. And I don't know if, I don't know if a power forward can make a difference. I mean, because we're going to get AD back. I mean, it comes down to this, that, I would like to see us. Our, we when we played small ball last year, we had three guys six eight, and yeah. we're not doing that now. Yeah. Stanley six six, you know, and on a good day, and and half the time we've got somebody six four in there, and so you know it would that would help right. because Thanks. we could still play small, but we're still get we will we could still get beaten by teams with bigger guys. So that's what my feeling is: is that we need a big. We got too many smalls right now, and we need another big. Well, the thing and is, should that big have... be a power forward or should it be a well? Let me just stretch this: you don't have Dwight Howard from ten years ago. That's yeah. the problem, or even you two years. Dwight... Yeah, Dwight Howard, <laughs> or the starter that's... quality Dwight Howard. That's the yeah, problem. yeah. You don't He's have the backup that quality I mean, Dwight Howard. He only yeah. can give you flashes. I know Kenneth Stone has made some great comments tonight in regards to it, and you know, obviously, a lot of people out there. I was actually watching the chat rooms. In, in a couple places, and they were talking about how, okay, why isn't Dwight in the game? Why isn't Dwight in the game? Well, he came late in the game, you know, in the third quarter, and, you know, of course, it was still down, but just the fact that he is not able to go ahead and give you consistently anymore what he used to give you is a problem. And same thing with DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan is also far removed from what the player he once was with the Clippers. Anybody who still thinks that he can be even close to that is is just kidding themselves. And that's I don't even know what Rob Palinka was thinking. We've talked about this before. Uh, Nobody on the planet outside of Rob Palinka thought that that was a good yeah. move. You it's like why the amateur versus expert argument you, you, often I mean, falls flat on you talk its about face. objective and <laughs> not objective. Even the most ardent Lakers fans said, please do not get DeAndre <laughs> Jordan once he was waived by the Nets. What did he have? He, he must have had some dirty pictures of Rob or information about him being have, but unfaithful wait, to know, his wife or something. You know, Asia, when, no Asia other explanation. Knows, when Rose <laughs> dropped that tweet, immediately that he was coming over to the Lakers, it was like, dear God, no. And just people don't get it. Baysmore plus was, 19 tonight, man. You better watch out. He's likely to start tomorrow for uh, Wednesday. Uh, but Baysmore was an individual that, you know, we were hoping we took a gamble on. Yeah, I thought he was one of our best wife, but minimum any, players. 
but any Warriors fan and all the Warriors experts were so glad to get rid of him. And we <laughs> see why. We see the effects of what's happened there. Uh, if you talk to them in the season, it was like, okay, what's going on? Because, you know, we all kind of forgot how Kent Bazemore was on the Lakers previously. So there you go there. Ellington was someone who just, he's just old. It's just old. And, okay, you saw little bits of what's coming tonight or what he played with tonight because, he, you know, he was part of that 21 nothing run. But there's a reason why he was at the end of the bench because he just can't play at the level or at the speed that the NBA game is anymore. And that's just a, that's just the thing. These, you know, that when you have the oldest team in the NBA, you're going to have players there that are on the edge of what they used to be and just can't do it anymore. That's right. what I'm worried about. It was about our young reason. players tonight who let us down just as much as the old players. Yeah. And that's because true. We've and been relying on Monk. We've been relying on, you know, on all of the young players that we've had, Johnson, you know, we've gotten a nice infusion of youth. If we could get Monk in there, I mean, if we get um, none in there and we could get AD back, then we would really have something, you know? I mean, I used to think we needed two players. Now I look at what we've got and I, and I think none and AD back this team would be pretty, pretty tough. Um, I still think we need another big, you know? And so I think we'll have to make a trade somewhere for that big. Well, I agree with you on that. Yeah. But I'd you like have it, to give you know, about what use you have to get it. Yeah. 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 That's the problem. Well, That's the problem. That's the problem. You know, it also too, it 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 comes down to to what other people are are doing and and whether there there are some guys out there who we can get who would help us. We have too many guards. We need we need to balance the roster. We need another forward or a center. And I, you know, and just because of Frank, I, I kind of even hate to even want to have Miles Turner there because you just worry about Frank getting stuck with the two bigs all the time and not not realize it. I mean, the reason that the reason that Dwight and DJ don't really work with this offense is because Frank wants to chase the ball. He wants to chase the shooters. He wants to trap. He wants to rotate fast. And when you got a big man in there doing it, I mean, it's like a dance with five people. And, and, and if you got one guy who's just slower than everybody else, man, it just throws the entire dance off. And that's why, that's why Frank has, it, Frank's not embraced small ball because of the offensive side of the ball. He's embraced it because of the defensive side of the ball. Anybody who knows has watched his career coaching can clearly understand that. A lot of it will come down to who the other teams are going after. Maybe somebody will, maybe, maybe all of a sudden Turner won't. I mean, he keeps being in the news as a trade target, and yet many times he seems to survive. Uh, either they, they, he can't find the right partner from the Pacers to, in order to get him, and Jeremy Grant's another one. Uh, Cam Reddish didn't really impress me uh, tremendously the other night. They set it up so that Reeves could try to take advantage of him, you know, on, on defense. Um, so, you know, it's, but we do need somebody. I don't think we can, I don't think we can go in there with the team that we've got. Jamie, I wanted to ask you this. The reason why you keep cutting out, is it because of the move to 5G or is it Laker Tom? Please let me know. No, <laughs> I'm not used to the, I'm not used to the phone interface. I keep hitting okay. buttons that kill the stream. So you're hinting that it might be Laker Tom. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, of course. Once again, the Lakers did unfortunately lose 127 to 119. But before you guys head out, I do want to mention that the Lakers are right now, as we stand, in seventh place, 21 and 20 in the Western Conference. 
Their next game is coming up on Wednesday. Just to let you know, the standard Tuesday game is not going to be there. We'll have hopefully a late night Lakers fast break or even an early Lakers fast break on Tuesday as finally I, Jamie, and Sean hopefully will be able to get together. This has been something that is seemingly has been so much trouble in the making, but hopefully we can all get together to share our all-star rosters because Laker Tom already has. I'm hoping to also get a hold of my good friend Rafael Barlow from the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Hopefully he'll go ahead and be able to stop on by on Monday talking about some NBA draft prospects as well. But guys, before we head on out, Jamie, I know you've got some great things going on with your five things articles. Let me know what's up at Lakerholics.com outside of Laker Tom and I getting to a comment war like we did last night. I wouldn't say it was a war. It was more of a friendly disagreement. And that's what goes on at Lakerholics.com. We just have friendly disagreements. Okay, we had people, a friendly disagreement. How about that? People where some some guy just makes this comment. You're like, what is that even all about? And you get to comment about it. And that's that's the joy and pleasure of Lakerholics.com. This is uh, true. There won't be five great things because five great things didn't happen tonight. <laughs> Zero great things didn't ha- happen tonight. So... It'll be a dour. Only 12 uh, turnovers. That's not bad. And Russ did have no turnovers again. So that's a positive, uh, even though he shot terribly. Played terribly. Tonight. He's not playing with the same intensity, I think, that we saw from him even a week ago. Some, he seems to I'm glad you admitted that he played terribly, Laker Tom. No, I didn't think he No, did. I mean, everybody but LeBron played terribly. THT played fine. And then the bench, the, then the, 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 yeah. the you know, the Pine Squad did great. Pine Squad. If you gave out game balls for losing efforts, you'd give one to Reeves. Ah, uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He showed some money. He showed some <laughs> He's already got man. it from the game at Dallas where he won the game. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so impressed with his defense. His just all-around play has been just... No, he plays hard. I mean, that's why he is a little bit in the rotation. Okay, I can see him. Hold on. 20 years after he's retired, he's showing his grandkids, hey, there's the the game ball that I got for winning the game at Dallas in last shot. What's that one over there, Grandpa? Well, that's the one I got for leading a 21-0 charge instead of us getting our butts kicked. We got it actually kind of... We only lost by eight. So there you go. Right. There you go. Was Ellington perfect from the field, or did he miss one towards the end? I think he missed one towards the end, if I'm not mistaken. It was like seven for eight or something. Yeah, he did very well there. But again, this is something where plenty of spirit awards to go around. It's an opportunity to show that you deserve more minutes. Uh, But then again, ultimately, he should be the starter instead of Bradley. Oh no, no, we've hit. We've already gone down that road before with Ellington as a starter. No, I'm Uh, not talking about Ellington. I'm talking about Reeves. Oh, well, there you go. They're thrown out there. I'm not saying yes or no on that one. He and Monk have the best plus minuses with LeBron. And you're going to see that at Laker Tom's Twitter, at Laker Tom on Twitter. He's probably the best perimeter defender that we have. Notice I got in that plug. There you go. All right. But there is. Make sure you catch the great articles that Laker Tom and also as well Jamie Sweet have at Lakerholics.com. Before we head on out, Laker Tom, I know you're working on some great things. Also, check out, again, mm-hmm. at Laker Tom on Twitter. But please, let us know what you're up to at Lakerholics.com. I think what I'm working on most recently is how can we keep Malik Monk? 
pay him a lot more yeah. than what he's getting paid now. <laughs> well, we got limits because we don't have his bird rights because we just yeah, have a one-year deal with him. But there are some interesting combinations of things that you can do. And so I've got an article that I've got coming out in a couple of days listing the four or five options of what could happen with the Lakers' pursuit of him. It's kind of interesting. He had an off night tonight, and it was one of the first off nights that he's had as a starter. Is actually the first off night he's had as a starter. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because a lot of the interest about Monk has been that, I think, combination of things. One, that he really bloomed as a starter, and he had only one opportunity in the three years at Charlotte to start. And so all of a sudden, as a Laker, you got to see a guy who, to me, and, and I know Bubba at the, on Lakerholics.com had the same feeling that it was like watching him and LeBron was like watching him and Kyrie. And there's a lot of similarities in the game that uh, Malik and Kyrie have in that they're both small guys, but extremely good athletically. And um, Monk, Monk can get up there. You know, he's a real high flyer and he can make those kinds of moves that you saw John, that block the two-hand block that John Morant made tonight was something else. Uh, you know, he's that athletic. No, I, I'm sure he's John Moran he's, he's is athletic. extremely athletic. Listen, hey, if you saw some of those block. tapes from if you saw some of those tapes from Kentucky, you might think again, man. But John uh, Moran he did great against he's, amateurs. He he he's awesome. he's got he's got he's got real hops. He's, listen, he's athletic. He's not John Moran. Let's let's uh, not John Moran. But you know, but you know what he could be? He could be this team's buddy yield. He could be this team. That's more reasonable. He could be this team's JR Smith. He could be he could be the third superstar in a big three on this team down the road. And what do you do? Here's the thing. What what if a lot of this depends on how he finishes the year in the playoffs? But if he finishes the year averaging 20 points per game and shows it in the playoffs as 20 points per game, what's he gonna get? Caruso got nine million a year. He didn't wasn't even a starter. If this guy's starting for the Lakers and scores averaging 20 points a game, that's that's like $18 million a year or something. I have a hard time seeing him average 20 points a game once AD and none get back. I mean, that's just being realistic. I'm not trying to knock well, his game. Yeah, he's going to take a minute. But, but you're talking also about the two guys who are number take one trade chip. None gets back. Everybody's going to take and, minutes. When none AD may get back, but ATHD and none may be gone. That's true. Good point. Maybe by somebody, somebody's either gone or on the bench, man, because they can't play all of them. But what well, thing—that's what I'm saying. Somebody's when AD take comes back, when AD and none comes, who, who's whose time is none going to take? THD probably. Reeves and Bradley. THD is the backup point guard now. He's the guy who comes in. Yeah, but they'll slide him over to the three because he's bigger than Bradley and and he's more experienced than Reeves. Yeah, and and he'll get killed at the three because he's he's too small. Well, And who's going to go out when AD comes back? Stanley's Stanley's not going to start when AD comes back. No, he'll be, he'll, he he and Mello will take a bit of a minute's hit. So that's, that's, that's how that's going to work. It'll be a minute's crunch for somebody. Well, one thing is for certain, the starters alongside LeBron cannot sh- continue to shoot 8 for 39 and expect the Lakers to win right. games. Because and that's- they won't. They can't, they can't start. They can't expect to start if they shoot 8 from 39. No, that's, that's for sure. And that's for sure indeed. Credit, but the, credit, 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 
credit the Memphis defense for that yep. and us missing shots. You know, that's not going to happen very often. If it does, then we will fall out of the play. No. <laughs> and then the game statistics where it shows the Lakers shooting 47% overall and over 40% from three, kind of misleading because of what happened in that 21 nothing run with the scrubs. But once again, the Lakers did end up losing 127 and 119. We will definitely be back for the post game on Wednesday because the Lakers are at Sacramento again. Can they make it twice in a row at Sacramento? We'll see what happens there as they start a mini two-game road trip because they're going to Denver right after that. So that's going to be a tough one. So they're going to be at Sacramento and then at Denver. But we'll be here to report on it along with some other great podcasts we've got coming up for you. Again, trying to get Rafael Barlow on for Monday night and also as well for Tuesday night. I hope that you and Sean can get together finally, finally. If not, let's just you and me, man. It's all good. There you go. Okay, so have your all-star picks ready because Laker Tom has already got his in the can. Laker Tom, I still haven't seen it on Lakerholics.com. What's up with that? You got it right I've just been busy. All right. Well, busy making fun of me at Lakerholics.com. Well, no, go. I just, you know, I oh, mean, I must Friendly be- banter. I only published about 10 posts of people saying, like I said, that, man, we played some good defense against the Hawks. Right, I know. Yeah, I love that's how you argue with people on the Hawks. Here's a post that supports my opinion. Here's another post. Well, they were actually posts from people that generally uh, are. I, I don't people. think you're doing a great defensive effort if you give up almost 120 points. I'm sorry. Just that's not great defense. 110 no, they points. They gave up 118. Let's get it no. straight. 118. Go back and look at the box score. They average, it was great. They average 120. <laughs> They average 120 a game, 121. All right, all right, all right. That's enough. That's enough. We held them three points under their average. But if you have any concerns, because this fun banter happens all the time at Lakerholics.com, please be part of this fun conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Plus, also as well, go ahead and you can give them a shout-out at LakerTom on Twitter. Also right here, if you have any questions for us as well, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. But once again, the Lakers did end up on the short end after being dominated most of the game by Memphis, 127 to 119. Hopefully we can get back on track at Sacramento on Wednesday night, and we'll be here post-game to tell you if they did or not, plus some great interviews hopefully on the way for Monday night, or you listening on you folks out there on Tuesday morning, and also Wednesday morning as well. So hopefully we can get some stuff in for you just before the Lakers head out on a quick two-game road trip, and we'll have that for you this week right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.